So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajar and Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. It's been awesome working with Coach McAdoo. He brings a lot of experience. Uh, you know, worked with a lot of really good guys. And, you know, he's been out of the game, so he's just that much more hungry and eager to get back into it. And uh, I think that's where it's fun. We both have a lot of energy and, uh, you know, passion for the game. And it's been a lot of fun working with him. That is Gardner Minshew, Jaguars quarterback. Big thanks to Super Evan, Evan Moore. That's a pretty cool story, man, from St. Augustine High School. I love it. Yeah. I told you I was excited about this interview. I, I get excited about learning it. it it's, it's such a big deal now. Um, and I, at least I can learn it so I can please my own kid. Maybe that's a good way to do it. Uh, by the way, apparently, Goose says right when I go to break, he's like, hey, when you said he has 3.1 million Twitch followers, his eyes like kind of lit up. And, and some other people are commenting, too. I read that wrong, yeah. by the way. He was playing against somebody recently with 3.1, uh, and that's in my notes. And so uh, he actually has 70,000 now on Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, Twitch, uh, and a bunch of followers on Twitter and YouTube as well. So we figure he'll be over a million or, or so after coming on Action Sports Jacks on ESPN. Oh, without a doubt. The brand enhancers. I'm just disappointed you guys didn't ask him about Fall Guys. Well, the, the thing about, I was thinking about this too, Kuz. I was like, Kuz, when are you going to jump in here? Yeah. You I was letting you in. guys ride, you know. What did you want to know about Fall Guys? If it's fun, is it worth, is it, worth it? Everyone's streaming it right now, so I want to know it's, if it's, it's good. It's a big thing, Brent. That, All the kids are doing it. Yeah, that is – got to find out from Ty. That's – is. What is what's like the concept? It's like mini games um, that you kind of compete battle royale style, but it's mini games and you just try to you know be the last one standing essentially. Okay, let me try this again. So, what is the concept? <laughs> <laughs> It'll be English for English English for Brett Martin, please. Terms, yes. yes, you are a character. That character is trying to win in a group of other characters that are also trying to win through multiple different games that could be a maze that could be like tag no more like running through a maze like get through so, this obstacle so course. check this out you know i feel like they said they were playing like some they were having a lot of fun with the game like it was like tag or something like so that so check this well, out you, you know pac-man right yeah imagine being the ghost instead of pac-man it's pac-man chasing okay, you this, that might have been the game they were playing then oh his it's on his twitch it was one of the games he was playing recently. yeah well i'm yeah. saying ty oh maybe, i'm trying to figure wait, out does he have a xbox no. Do you have to have Xbox? No, you can't have it. It's not on Xbox. Oh, so that's why it's PS4. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, my man. Oh, it is on PS. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. It's one of the free games. I I don't think I've been charging my credit card. If it's free or not. <laughs> Wait, so, so are you, are you coming out saying? Are you coming out saying on live radio? You you are a PlayStation family. Because we are. You're drawing oh, wow. a line in you're the sand. You're drawing a line, Brent. Brent. Careful now. I, Careful now, Brent. We are. It's like we the political on here. Okay. Okay. Why is that such a thing? It's oh, a thing. It's, is it, is it's, it Nike yeah. Adidas? Is it McDonald's Burger it's, King? Well, is I mean, it worse? Yeah, than but it's not Nike Adidas because Nike's Nike and Adidas is yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Adidas isn't on okay, the same realm. Nike Under Armour at one well, time. Uh, Nike, maybe at I one mean, time. Yeah, I mean it's it's like that. But as far as like the history, I mean, obviously Nike goes way back, and so does Adidas, and so does Under Armour. But it just seems like we've been fighting this battle forever since I was in middle school. So what are you? Um, uh, that's personal information. <laughs> 
personal Chris, information. We promised we weren't going to get political well, on yeah. the show. What yeah. is what is uh, on, what is more scary to announce? Your political affiliation <laughs> or or your your well, gaming well, affiliation? Depending who's listening right now, probably my gaming affiliation. Yeah, yeah. yeah you got a good good amount of people on Twitch right now. You probably don't want to. Don't offend anybody. How do I do this? P.S. Nintendo is what I prefer. Yeah. yeah. Just PlayStation or Xbox? Say it again. It's it, That's the question, right? PlayStation or Xbox? Yeah. And you're. And I'm telling you right now, are you putting it out as a poll? Um, I'm just putting it on Oh, on okay. Twitter. You're going to you're gonna get a lot of people be like, what about PC? Because that's another one that people... Because do you think like... All right, so you got Republican-Democrat, right? Big battle right now. Do you think Nintendo's like the independent... Where it's like, you know, I mean, they're they're, they're think, important, but it's like, yeah, it's cool you like Nintendo. Well, I would say they, they know their niche. Like, they've got their, their own thing, and yeah. they don't need to be in a battle like that. You know, like, it's always over developers and, so and games specific. So Nintendo's essentially like the Green Party then. So you have, like, I guess. Sony and, and Xbox, you know, PlayStation and Xbox are, like, Republican, Democrat, and then Nintendo is the Green Party. I guess, essentially. But I think I think they can hold their own is what I'm, I guess I'm getting at. Where, Nintendo like, they, can? Where yeah, where like the big. Have you seen Ralph Nader talk before? <laughs> Have you been? Well, but, but what I'm saying is like they, they don't need the other one. Like they're not worried about having developers come to their game or their their systems. I guess. Yeah, so I got do you. you admit which one you play? Xbox or PlayStation? I have been Xbox my whole life. Do you uh, take offense to the other side? I don't because right mm. now everybody can cross platform play, which helps a lot. <laughs> yeah, you better <laughs> but watch. But when you couldn't, it was a problem. Like my buddy, when I was in college, traded in his Xbox and got a PS4, and I had never felt so betrayed in my life. Oh. I lost a friend that day. So, like, is Nintendo? <laughs> did Nintendo miss the boat somewhere along the way? No, the Nintendo just kind of had their own thing going on, okay. right? Like, I mean, they had. I mean, essentially, it comes down to video game, like the, the type of games. Like Nintendo's yeah. got Mario, so like there's like the whole Mario section over yeah, yeah. there, and then you got um, Super Smash Brothers, you know. So like there's like there's like a little, it's kind of like a genre, like oh, yeah, you, you, you like pop, rock, yeah. alternative, whatever. Like Nintendo's got its own little genre going on. That's a good call. Uh, you know, it's interesting you brought that up. I read something coming in or, or somewhere. Maybe I saw a tweet yesterday. It was a very good call, and I think somebody raised the question. It was like, how did Skype allow Zoom and like Microsoft to happen into the game when they had this huge head start. Well, Skype, Skype is Microsoft, isn't it? I, I think they are now. Oh, they, have they been bought by? Is it I, their concept? I thought they were Microsoft, but they have Teams, right? I don't know. Okay, I'm, I might be confusing myself, but I thought they might be somehow involved. I don't know. I just saw it as a tweet. I didn't really look it up, but it was a good con- like. Even that was like, how did? How do you, like you say it's just Zoom? Like, how did Zoom all of a sudden just boom? become this thing when everybody needed it the most and skype like we've been i've been using skype for for a decade yeah. like we use it in tv a big time because it, it's our playback that's what we use it as without a, like a big delay mm-hmm. um so we can see what's going on if we're live on the road and stuff and we've used it here on the show before too but it is it's a Not great question right i mean talk about some zoom zoomed right by yeah uh <laughs> you like that not bad. That's yeah. all right. It was like, I thought it was a fair question, though. It's like, okay, yeah, that is kind of the same world. Yeah, yeah. How did they allow it to happen? For sure. For sure. So it's kind of like, you know, with, with like the iPod, right? Like the iPod was always king. Like you had some, you had some posers out there. Remember like the Microsoft Zune? Remember that piece of garbage that you could get? Yeah, I kind of do. One of my friends had one that's of those. A, well, okay, so that like, so I that's guess, the thing. Like, friend, the, the big Xbox versus PS could probably be really equivalent to iPhone or Android. Okay. Sure, there like we that. go. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah. 
Also, are we a sports show or not, though? <laughs> Listen, we talk about things that it's matter to people. I'm just messing, man. <laughs> this is real life. Here you go. Who's going to be the Zoom team in the NFL this year that nobody saw coming and is the... <laughs> Jags. Sure. By the way, Jags just had a player suspended. Uh-oh. Josh oh. Morrow has been suspended without pay for the first five games of the 2020 regular season. Violates the NFL policy on performance-enhancing substances. Morrow eligible to participate in all preseason practice. Allowed to return to the Jags in October, uh, assuming he's still on the team. Um, hmm. So that's uh, news out today. Can we talk about some more video game stuff? Because that's the, that sucks. You know, I mean, that's not what you want to hear out of camp. No. Uh, I want to ask you this. Uh, let's get back to some Jags. Oh, by the way, I got to give an update because I know you wanted to. Couldn't wait. Hit me with it. Uh, 11 sure under through 13 holes for Dustin Johnson. He has now, for the first time today, parred two holes in a row. Falling off. Yeah. Superman's found some kryptonite. He's human, ladies and gentlemen. He's slacking. Yep. So just so you know, if you're just joining us here, we've been following along the there's already been a fifty nine shot by Scotty Scheffler. And we're trying to compare that to what sports feet yeah. in other sports. Mm-hmm. And what, are, what are people saying? Nothing, because I haven't asked a question oh, yet. Oh, I thought yes. Uh Birdie, Eagle, Birdie, Eagle, Birdie, Par, Birdie, Birdie, Par for a twenty seven nine under for Dustin Johnson on the front. Then Birdie Birdie. He was eleven under through eleven holes. And now he's parred 12 and 13, so he's got uh, five holes to go, including a par five on the 18th. What hole has the windmill on it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Come on. I mean, this court does Brett. look like that. Come on, Brett. I mean, it really what are we does talking look about like that. here? Uh, Tiger Woods, meanwhile, just kind of like muddying along here on a, a Friday. The, those are adventure landing putt-putt numbers right there we're talking about. Tiger better get going or he might not make the cut. He's uh, three under par. So uh, he the cut line looks like it's at uh, two over. Uh, two under, excuse me, if you're two under. So Tiger's got to stay there or get going and make some birdies. Let's talk some football, though. Ben McAdoo. We talked Jay Gruden. Gardner Minshew. If you're McAdoo as a QB coach, if you're hey, even Gruden, how excited are you to work with Gardner Minshew? You've worked, just a little background here. Yep. Just to not homer up mm-hmm. and say, hey, he's a cool guy. Yeah, Uncle Rico. So. Let's work with them. These guys have worked with Eli Manning yeah. and Aaron Rodgers for McAdoo. Mm-hmm. And Jay Gruden has had RG3 with a big year and Kirk Cousins with some nice years and Andy Dalton with some nice years and, and more. I mean, those are. Geno Smith. Yeah. 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 They had yeah. bad ones too. Yeah. But that's. They've worked with some guys now. Absolutely. Right? Without a doubt. Uh, and McAdoo especially. I mean, he's worked with two Hall of Famers. So what's your excitement level if you get the second year guy? undersized, not a rifle arm, in Jacksonville, sixth-round pick. You wouldn't have drafted him most likely if you were yeah. still in with your teams and helping draft. Yeah, yeah. So I, what's the, I think the excitement level is a 10 out of 10 right now for Jay Gruden because think about this, Brent. We got Minshew going into his second year right now, and one could say that he's still like this kind of – unmolded piece of clay, let's just call it, right? Where, yes, he's been in the NFL for a year and he's getting his bearings around him, but there's still a lot to accomplish. There's still things to work on and there's still traits that he needs to develop and Gruden can bring that out of him. Like, there's nothing more than a coach loves to do than obviously mold a player into what he thinks is a great quarterback. That's what an offensive coordinator does. That's what a quarterback coach does. It's not like you have, like, Joe Flacco on the team where it's like, all right, well, they're going to come in here and Joe Flacco's Joe Flacco. You know what you're getting with him. Minshew is still, you know, he's still young. 
young. He's still got a lot to prove. And you can work with him. You, you can build the confidence. You can do all these kind of things. So I think from the excitement level, I mean, listen, you'd be excited too if you had a, you know, an all pro like an Aaron Rodgers, somebody to work with or a Tom Brady to work with. There's an excitement level too. But from a coaching standpoint, from a coach's perspective where you can come in and kind of coach up a little bit and, and see the improvement every single day, that's what being a coach is all about. Yeah. And he's obviously open to that. The beauty about coaching is you want the guy that's coachable. Yeah. Well, no doubt, Mitch, you already smart. Mitch, you motivated. And Mitch, you knows he's got this great opportunity. So, I mean, he is a sponge right now for those guys, right? Yeah. I mean, that is the ideal situation. All right. How about from, let's kind of liken it to a video game. And what kind of plays are you calling on Madden with Minshew? I mean, what kind of fun can you have with him that you might not have been able to have with some of the guys? Let's be honest. Eli Manning, statue, right? Sure. Aaron Rodgers, guy can do it all. I mean, he's got this rifle arm. You can do things with certain players that you can't do with others. Mm -hmm. What might you be able to do with Minshew if you're one of those guys and trying to put in a game plan for 2020? The, it's good luck with a game plan in 2020 well, on anything. <laughs> for sure. What we've seen from kind of like the groundbreaking offenses now, Brent, is the ability to extend the play. Whether it's Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, anytime you have the ability to extend the play and get out of the pocket, that gives you, you know, the receivers an opportunity to get open and obviously and create those long home run type plays. And I think if you're Jay Gruden right now, I still think you're going to be schematically sound in terms of you're going to be very quarterback friendly. You're going to have the short passes here, short passes here, but you're not going to neglect what Gardner Minshew brings to the table. And that is the ability to improvise, scramble, and think on his feet, no pun intended. So with that being said, I think that you're going to see a lot of, you know, quarterback rollouts, play action, obviously, maybe some bootlegs, but things that can get Gardner Minshew in space to survey the field and obviously give their wide receivers more time to work their routes. And in doing so, receivers get open, and that's where the long ball comes in. We haven't seen a lot of long balls lately in the, in the city of Jacksonville, Brent. Yeah, it's, uh, that is the thing that keeps jumping out. You can tell me about this kind of West Coast principled offense for, for Jay Gruden, uh, and I get it and that's good it'll protect the offensive line at times when you need it those are good things to have and it's noticeable i mean you can see it but the deep ball man you just keep coming back to it the deep ball is tremendous for it's a good weapon you know i it's gonna be bad because i'm gonna say tom brady's name and we're talking about Gardner Minshew. <laughs> but i i just remember i always say this and i've probably said it multiple times over the years you know when, when we talk and compare quarterbacks or look at back at young quarterbacks and i was just i was in new england cover the patriots uh, when I was working in Providence in the early days of Brady. Mm-hmm. And the knock on Brady, even after he won the Super Bowl, the knock coming off that Super Bowl year, I remember it clear as day, was, hey, he's got a lot of poise, right? He's got a lot of this, got a lot of that, but really struggles throwing deep ball, really struggles throwing deep I mean, look, I mean, five years later, he's throwing a Randy Moss 70 yards every single time. Now Bruce Arians like throwing 60-yard dimes. <laughs> I, it, was it really ever a problem? I don't know, but that was the knock on him, right? That was kind of the narrative a little bit. I think it's kind of cool, and you can throw the deep ball early in your career, and that's one of the pluses that you have. I mean, let's be honest, right? If I'm going to go make a putt, I'm better at three-foot putts than I am at 20-foot putts. That's the same thing in football. I mean, you should be better at the quick little slant play or the quick little out pass or the screen pass than you are at the 25-yard pass. So that just makes sense. You're more accurate. So I think it's a great plus that he can do that. Uh, We've said this a couple of times. Just got to go utilize it. You yeah. know, we're seeing it in practice, seeing a guy like Colin Johnson. Bam. Yeah. 
Look, go get it, yeah. right? DJ Chark, go get it. Chris Conley, he can catch things in traffic. He's a strong physical guy, and and we know Chenault's a physical guy. I don't know about catching it in traffic, yeah. but he's a physical guy. So they have got to put that in. you got to utilize that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest today, man. So I almost had a Brent Martineau moment today regarding Gardner Minshew. Because let's be honest, you, you, you might be the biggest Gardner Minshew fan in the entire city of Jacksonville, right? I mean, who else has saying the praise as much as you have? Who, who else has been to the guy's hometown, seeing how he grew up, seeing how he was cultivated, all that stuff? I mean, you're, you're a Gardner Minshew fanatic, let's just say. And I appreciate it. That being said, though, did a little interview today with SiriusXM NFL. And you know the question that they had the audacity to ask me? I don't want to call anybody out. You did an interview. Yeah. How many interviews do you do a week? I do a lot. I'm, I'm everywhere, I mean, you're man. on podcast. I'm everywhere, man. Does he need permission? Uh, I was I was across the pond uh, doing a podcast. Yeah, I was in London. I don't think he needs permission. I don't know. Hey, by the way, <laughs> hey, term freelancer in my contract, in case you didn't know. Freelancer in my contract. Might so, to, we might have to revisit these terms yeah, well, of the agreement. Freelancer in my contract, so do whatever you want to do. So you're on Sirius XM today. Yeah, so with that they being said, about though, MMA or about football? No, they asked me about football, Yannick Ngakwe and all that stuff. Right. But then they asked me about Gardner Minshew. And here's the question that they asked me. They're recruiting you? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Hey, Brett, they're way too professional for me, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Like, uh, I hey. looked them up. Dude, hey, they're, they're wearing collared shirts on this show. You think you could wear that on Sirius XM? <laughs> hey, shout out to Deftones, by the way. Released a new song. But they asked me this. They go, so we're watching the game in London, and it was Gardner Minshew's chance to you know, overtake Nick Foles. And we saw that game and how it went down. What are we missing with Gardner Minshew? And that was the question. They literally went, they referred to the London game and said, what are we missing with Gardner Minshew? Like, you didn't watch the other games. Like, you didn't see the stats. Like, all they went off of was one game in London. Now, let's be honest, probably Gardner Minshew's worst game, right? But the way they perceived the question was like, what are we missing with Gardner Minshew? Like, what are you guys so excited about there in Jacksonville? And obviously, I had to give him the Brent, Brent Martin beatdown, if you will, and I had mm-hmm. to throw some stats at him. Had to compare him to Kyler Murray a little bit and those stats and all that. But I'm just, I'm still surprised, Brent. I'm still surprised that he's just like, he's this... He comes across to the national media as the flavor of the week. He comes across to uh, as a guy that's just a mustache and jean shorts, and you don't really see the talent on the field. I can't believe it. Yeah, and I guess, listen, uh, I've really never tried to get wrapped up in the national narrative too much. Uh, once in a while, I'll get a comment or two on it, and, and they drive me nuts. But I also don't take the kind of uh, offense to it as a lot of folks do. I get it from a fan. I'm a little different in that sense uh, yeah. from a fan point of view. But – like we do have a little bit of a complex at times around here about how the national narrative is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we've even let that go a little bit lately because the proof has been in the pudding and the record and the disappointment and everything else outside of 17. Mm-hmm. We don't really have much to fall back on, uh, quite frankly, if we want to try to defend the Jacksonville Jaguars and what the national narrative has been. So, but I I just find it pretty commonplace now after doing this for a good amount of time and really watching it in Jacksonville up close and then seeing it around the league, whether we go talk to some other people, national guys, or you can tell the people that really do watch and you can tell the people that read headlines. Yeah. And, and, and that's what sticks in their minds. And so that's a thing, uh, yeah. you know, and I'm not knocking anybody. It's hard. Like I, I don't, I'm not sitting there and I don't know exactly what the headline is in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you're not in the city, it's a little bit of the responsibility of the national guy. If you cover the NFL, then you're supposed to kind of know what's going on and if you're going to talk about it. But they also don't know the ins and outs, the heartbeat of it. And if I'm a national guy, if I'm being fully honest, am I worried about 
really what they're doing in Jacksonville right now? Not really. I've got no, Dallas sure. and Kansas for City sure. and Seattle and San Francisco but, and New England and Tampa and all these other places to worry about. So, but it's a to your point, it, it if. He's the quarterback of the football team. He's one of 32 guys that they put in place. If yeah. that's the only recollection you have to go on, well, then you're not doing enough. You but, know. Let, let me ask you this, then. And we've kind of danced around the topic before, but I don't think I've ever asked you this question. If you take the jean shorts and the mustache and the personality away, and you give him like a Kyle Allen personality, mm. based off his numbers last year, what are we saying about Gardner Minshew right uh, now? That's a good call. That's a great question. It's a great question. Uh, I, I try to be truthful here as yeah. you say that. And but, I, I don't get misconstrued. I, I love everything about it. I love the person. I love the genius. I'm just saying if he didn't have that, what yeah, would you have? I, I, I got to be honest with you. For me, while I like that stuff about Minshew, yeah. I don't really give a crap about that stuff for Minshew. Like, I really don't. Yeah. Like, I think it's fun that the fans like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun that T-shirts are made and we're wearing aviator glasses and yeah. we're wearing bandanas and we had fun with that. It gives you something, that's to, yeah, fun. It gives you something to rally behind. It, it, that's fun on the same way, and don't get this misconstrued, that I think covering Jalen Ramsey's fun. Mm-hmm. Because there's personality involved, there's storylines involved, and around here where there hasn't been a lot of wins involved, you could use some of that stuff, some a little flavor, some mm-hmm. character. So I like that. But the reason I go to bat for Minshew has nothing to do with the mustache, the jorts, the personality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think where his personality, whether it's a, a mirror image of off the field or not, I don't know. But if Kyle Allen played the game like Minshew does, running around and, and kind of showing up and, and you could tell there's a chip there yeah. and, you know, beating the odds a little bit. I think that's what we like from the football standpoint. I I mean, the, the the mustache doesn't do much under the helmet. Sure. You know, when the pads are on on Sunday, you don't see the jorts or the aviators or the bandanas. Yeah. All that's after the fact and Monday through Friday. So I don't if I'm being truthful about it. Mm-hmm. It's a great question. Well, <laughs> it's really a great question. Yeah, because would it be good enough? Like Kyle Allen did have some good moments. Yeah, but I'm not sitting here raving about Kyle Allen. But I also feel like he fell off a little bit. Yeah, last year. Sure, uh, but maybe even like Drew Locke, though. I mean, well, and, and Drew Locke, the sample we're, we're, too small. Okay, that's the problem with Drew okay. Locke. It's not fair. It's a, he's three and one, and and right now it's a blind faith play on sure. Drew Locke. There have been a lot of quarterbacks that have come in and and man, they surprised some people for a few games. Yeah, you know, well, Mitchell went six and six. Yeah, Mitchell came in two other games. Mitchell supplanted and and made them go back to him. Even though they had a Super Bowl winning MVP quarterback on their roster and a $50 million guy, he made them trade them away, trade that guy away. Yeah. There's a lot more to like from just a football standpoint, I believe, uh, from Minshew. The character adds to it. But for me personally, I don't get, I don't get caught up in the character. No, I hear you and you don't, but uh, the question still remains. And this is the question. It's funny, like, and we're talking, sitting here talking about this off the top of our heads. And like, I'm reminded of like the the Batman. I can't believe we relate Batman to Garner Minshew here. But like, you know, I think it was the second Batman, the newest one, where it's like, you know, the the bat, it's a symbol. It's what people rally behind, right? Like it gave them hope and they rallied behind the bat signal, all that stuff. Well, like the mustache and the jean shorts and the personality, like that's what people rally by. Now, yes, they, they rally behind his performance on the field as well and getting wins. But I just go back to it. I ask you, in the city of Jacksonville, even where 
if there wasn't all that extra stuff, which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of. I, I think it's great for branding. I think it's great to get people excited. Like, that gets people in the door. And if you get in the door, that's half the, the issue right there. So props to you for doing that. But I'm saying if he didn't have all that, what would the hype factor be for Garner Minshew right now? And how much would maybe like a group of people be talking about, well, we have to get a quarterback next year. We have to get a quarterback next year. I, I, I will say this. I tried to just answer it. From my point of view, yeah. in a truthful way, and talking, I think I like football. Yeah. But I would say, to answer your question, I would say yes. I would say people get wrapped up in the personality part. Yeah. Uh, it's a hard separation. But I also think that – I think the personality part is what – that's why you root for it. There are a lot of people around here that rooted for Blake Bortles to be good. Yeah. Why? Because it looked like a fit. Mm-hmm. It, you, you could put your arms around that thing, man. You could put your arms but around Blake if it worked because of personality yeah. in a different way than Minshew. Well, I think it's the same thing going on. How many times on Twitter does Minshew do something, say something, it gets tweeted out, and everybody says, please be good. Sure. Please be good. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. They want to embrace yeah. that guy because of the personality. Now, everybody in Jacksonville wants a good quarterback because there hasn't been a really good quarterback in a while. Yeah. But – they embrace this specific guy because he feels like Duval, man. He feels yeah. like he fits here in Northeast Florida. And there's just some fun stuff where you're like, man, okay, I got, I can do this for the next 10 years. Yeah. You know? So it's a great question. And it is a bit of a combination. Uh, but I well, think there's plenty of football only stuff to go on with him. And that's why he's got this opportunity. I'll tell you this. The Jags aren't fooled by that stuff. No, I mean, Jack, no, Jack's no, may have been fooled be. a lot of times over the last few years. But I don't <laughs> think they're fooled by the personality of Minshew and why he's getting this kind of opportunity. Well, and listen, at the end of the day, the personality is an added bonus because I think we both get the sense that it's not a fake personality. Like, he's not spending uh, energy to try to pursue this character. Like, he's you know he's on Twitch playing a video game. Like, this is who Gardner Minshew is. So as far as the energies that, that he's using... It's nothing, you know. It's it's minuscule. Um, he's obviously focused on the on the, on the stuff in the field. Uh, I just I just wonder though, like how, how much does that have to do with the personality and just you know the aura of Gardner Minshew compared to what you see on the field? Yeah, it's a great question. I, I like it. I like it a lot. And uh, it, it, there is this there is this reality here in Jacksonville. We are, and I'll say we here mm-hmm. as a city. As as if you're a Jags fan, if you have kids that are Jags fans, I, we are desperate for something to work out. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. I mean, it is desperation time. Uh, and I think that's why we kind of fall in love with what could be yeah. when it comes to a guy like Minshew. And others. I mean, there are other players like that. Josh yeah. Allen kind of fits in there, right? Good player, DJ Char. You're just like, oh, my gosh, please be good. Just please be yeah. good. Yeah. Please give us some. Because you know if you can get a few of those please be goods to actually be good, then you're sure. going to be pretty good. You, you've had your heart broken one too many times. You want something to work out. But that's the way the city is right now. I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's a true testament of it. I mean, that, that's reality here uh, in the city and with, around this team. It's like. I mean, Murphy's Law says sooner or later, right? Yeah. And that's kind of where so. we're at. Yeah. Hmm. That Eddie Murphy? Who, who's Murphy? <laughs> Eddie? Charlie? Whoever you want it to be. What's up, Daniel? <laughs> Daniel? Yeah. Uh, I got you. What if he still hit? Well, I haven't checked the stats in a while. How's Dustin Johnson doing? Because Austin wants to know. <laughs> 59. The equivalent <laughs> of it in sports. He's, in he's other going sports. to the clown course. He's on the clown hole. <laughs> 
Hit it between the teeth, Dustin. What is a 59 compared to? Is it the perfect game in baseball? Talk a little bit about that next on ESPN 690. Uh, man, we've been working hard, I believe, in these guys. Uh, you know, really can't, doesn't do you much good making a case right now. You really can only make your case on Sundays. I think if you talk about it right now, there's nothing but that's all it is is talk. So, I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to actually getting out there and proving it. That is Gardner Minshew, Jaguars quarterback. I like the new tunes who's playing, don't we? Not bad. Not bad at all. Does this fit on Twitch in the gaming world? They'd be jamming to this right now. Is it not hard enough? No, they're more like techno. I think like yeah. just like lo-fi beats in the background, all I right. think stuff like that. If you what you know about those up? lo-fi beats, Brent? You don't know. If you had to set up your own <laughs> gaming room, ooh. Which, by the way, the underrated part of the interview with Evan Moore, Super Evan, yeah, about an hour ago, yeah. What we said. I mean, the microphone. I felt oh. like we had surround sound in our studio. He, he, His he was sitting right next to us. was unbelievable. Sitting right I, next to us. I got to circle back with Evan and find out what that is. I yeah. want one. Yeah, that was insane. Um, I mean, how much do you think that headset is? A few hundred bucks? A couple, couple hundred. I mean, I I'm sure probably, he's sponsored, right? Probably 150. I'm sure he's, he's got to be sponsored. Right? Think about it when he's playing. Well, shoot. These yeah. are probably like 150. Yeah, probably. I think these were one. These are oh, these are, are okay. seven then years I think old. By they, the way. they must be more. I was trying to look by at the, what it were. They were when he had them on. By the <laughs> way, like, well, these suck. They can't be. Well, it's gotta be more than. Not those. By the way, <laughs> so, some uh, some guy yesterday. Shout out to Thomas O'Brien, man. Hit up my DMs a little bit and um, gave me gave me the link to this because like literally, yeah. I'm, I know. That's very nice of you, Thomas yeah. O'Brien. Thank you, man. Okay. I, I haven't hey, purchased Thomas, them yet. But. Thomas, do us a favor. Send him a link to new vans as well. Nah, we're all good, man. We're all good. We're going to ride those till the wheels fall off. We're all good, man. <laughs> as Evan Britton would say. We're good. I want, What would your room look like? Oh, man. That's a good gaming call. Room. I My mean, do you need like a room. movie? Like, seriously, if you, if you got to. Now, you're super evident. I don't know how much money he's made. I didn't want to ask him that. But I saw some of the things now. He, like, there was a list that he had like won 10,000, 5,000, 5,000, 10,000, 1750. You know what I mean? Doing well for I, himself. I don't know how many, how apart those were. Like, if that's once a week or. I know it was just recently this week in like a $25,000 uh, yeah. tournament. But so if, if I'm super evident and I'm doing pretty well. And on my way to do even better, hopefully. Well, then I've got one of those like movie theater kind of recliners. Oh yeah, right? man. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got big TV, several monitors, right? See, Don't you need several monitors? Well, yeah, but the, the, see the big TV though. Mm, calm down with that big TV a oh, little yeah? bit, right? Yeah, because you're, you're yeah, too aggressive. Go, you're too aggressive, Brent. Well, and you need like, a TV about that out. You don't need. Like like no. the size of a uh, of a computer screen, you don't want to get too crazy. Really? Really? Yeah, because there's it's like a little bit of a lag. Like for instance, so my old house, we had a theater room, right? And it was a ninety something inch like theater room yeah, projection yeah. TV. Yeah. So I hooked my PlayStation up to that. Awesome. Actually. Well, it was fun, but for competitively gaming, uh, there's like a little lag to it. So ah. like you, so you want to be in like you know milliseconds. We're talking, we're talking milliseconds. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's important. Very important. Okay, that makes yep. sense to me. Yep. Um, I'll use the 90-inch TV just for a picture of me yep, in there the you living go. room. But a pair of headphones is super important, though, Brent, because especially when you're playing Call of Duty and things like that, you can actually hear the footsteps behind you. Like someone's like coming up behind you, you can hear yeah, that. Yeah, like the right or so, the left. So you need like a really crisp mm-hmm. pair of headphones. You can you, tell, man. That stuff yeah. was good. So, I don't buy his headphones, but his microphone yeah, was good. Fantastic. You, you, I, a lot of people don't know that, but like I think 
you know, getting into streaming and all that, like right off the bat, it's, you're going to drop a good amount of cash. I yeah. mean, you can get like a streaming laptop right off the rip just to get it out there, but like you need you need a TV for your game or, or a computer for your game, and then you need something for a stream. Like you've got multiple things going on that you have to get going. So, I mean... It's one of those things that you're yeah, just like... Yeah, it's a little like, bit of an investment. Oh, yeah, easily. Well, and, and now I mean, the gaming world changed because of all the free games they offered, right? Yeah, yeah. That's why it's yeah. got to this point. That's why all the kids mm-hmm. are doing it, why you don't need... Well, that's because what, they there's realize no investment they can, there. Instead of charging you $60 for a game, they can charge you, you know, hey, if you want this new character, Upgrades drop and, a $10. That's kind of exactly what we do. I mean, we offer this show for free, <laughs> uh, so jump on in, Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. And your upgrade is uh, endorsements and sponsorship. There so we go. Just jump on in on that too. Uh, I'm curious, and I should ask them this question. Maybe we'll have them back on you. A little open door policy for yeah. Super Evan here. But like, I wonder when you practice seven hours a day. And by the way, if you do that, then you yeah, get tired. Well, then you're an athlete. Okay, simple as that, man. You put that much time into something. Um, I can't think of putting that much time into anything. I mean, I guess my family. That's about it. But um. I wonder, you like, put that much time in your family? Maybe seven hours a day? Well, I mean, into your family, hanging out? I don't know. What? Seven what? hours a day? Let's not get carried away. I mean, I don't know. We got Who two spend seven hours a day with their family. Well, we got two hours. That's why people work. Listen, we got two hours, obviously, just hanging out on the couch watching movies. We got an hour of text messaging my wife. I don't know. Maybe it's like four hours, then, Brent. <laughs> okay, if text sorry, man. Your wife counts as hanging out, then that's well, fine. Well, I mean, like, it's putting effort in. I don't do that a lot anyways. I'm <laughs> sex messaging. Sorry, it's just not my style. You know this, Brent. But anyways, getting true. back to my question, I wonder, like, when you do that for seven hours a day, I mean, can you really have us a casual gaming experience anymore? Probably not. Probably not, right? So well, that's to, why I'd asked you earlier. I said, yeah. what if you just did it just for fun? Yeah. You probably can't do it for fun. You probably can't. It's like a comedian. See, to you me, you can't have to always be funny. Well, the gamers better already always be ready to well, play. Well, I, I wonder if it takes a little bit of the shine away. You know, because like I said with professional wrestling, I love professional wrestling. I don't want to do it, though, because to me, if I do it, I see the behind the scenes and I, I dedicate my time and effort to it. Like, that kind of ruins it for me a little bit. I wonder if you kind of... Feel the same way about video games. But yeah, yeah, interesting. Next time, uh, on, I've got something we, else interesting. Are we on right now or not? Like our screen? I guess we're good. Yeah, you got to okay. go all the way. Yeah, we're back. Okay, we're cool. doing well. Okay, thanks for your concern. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Kuz's graphic is good on Facebook, YouTube, yeah. Twitter. We think it's fine. Uh, I just been telling you, Scotty Scheffler shot a 59 in golf today at uh, TPC Boston in the second round, and uh, Dustin Johnson with Four holes to play. Let's give you an update. Oh, my gosh. He's made four. I told you this gets hard. He's mm-hmm. made four pars in a row. At least he hasn't bogeyed. Three, three holes to go. Par three, par four, par five. He's 11 under, which par is 71. He needs one more birdie coming in, which for him on 18 might make sense. Uh, but it looked so easy about an hour ago. Yeah. And now like, I thought he might shoot 56. Yeah. Now he just needs one more. Uh, it, it always plays out that way. It's a tough thing to do. But 59 in the golf world is a big deal. Now, Jim Furyk also shot a 58, which is quite incredible. Mm-hmm. What would you say is the equivalent to something that's pretty rare in the golf world? Is perfect game in baseball probably would fit that. Uh, what are the, some of the most rare? Like, I thought cycle was. And then cycle. we looked up the cycle. It's rare, but it's not, like, crazy rare. You still see a few of them a year. But like, you don't, you go a couple of years, few years, uh, heck, maybe a handful or more years without seeing a perfect game. What you, about uh, a professional bowler bowling a 300? 
Yeah, I wonder how many of those are in a year. Is that quite common on the professional ranks? I, I mean, I feel like, like the like, lanes are like hard, there's though. there's a lot of amateurs that hit 300. Yeah, even. but those are, like, easier. I mean, professional bowlers, I don't, I mean, I don't watch a lot of it, but I don't really see a lot of 300 games, I feel like. I don't know. Probably not. I mean, Stuart I don't Weber, see a lot of bowling. Let us know. Yeah, I don't see a lot of bowling either. Are you like that I'm comparing bowling to golf right now? How does that make you feel? <laughs> here's, here's the thing, okay? In the history of golf, 25 players have shot rounds of 59 or better in a tournament. Okay. On a major tour. Wait, so say so those numbers weren't time. 25 please. players. In the history of golf. History of golf. Golf's got a long history. So I've heard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say perfect games in Major League Baseball. Let's see how many there are. List of Major League. There have been 218,400 games played. There have been 23 official perfect games by the current definition. That's There's your it. answer. There's your it's answer. It's the same. There's your answer, We just Brent. got the answer just There's like answer. that. I nailed it. There's your answer, man. That is the equivalent. Yep. Perfect game. Oof. I'm kind of excited about that. Oof. I can't believe there's only 23. I thought there'd be more perfect games. And you know what? And because like no hitters now happen. I don't say all the time. Yeah. But no hitters happen quite a bit. Listen, and you know how my attitude is about this situation, right? Like I'm going to say, well, the golf course is easy. You know, like you, you cater to the golfers there, whatever, whatever. But then at the same time, different ballparks hit differently, right? Like some yeah. ballparks are hitters' ballparks. Some ballparks are pitchers' ballparks. So I think it's a very comparable situation. Well, let's just say this. Dustin Johnson was 11 under par through 11 holes today, and he and he's still 11 under par, and he doesn't even have the best round of the day. Yeah. Scheffler shot a 59. He's 12 under. But I will say this. There's only three guys at 7 under today and three more at 6 under. These two rounds are incredible. Mm-hmm. So it's not the golf course is just easy. There are good scores. It's an easier golf course. Yeah. But I think it would be misplaced to say the golf course is easy based on what everybody else is doing. Again, uh, Tiger Woods hanging around the cut line, by the way. At even par through 12, he needs to start making some birdies. Uh, but anyway, we found it. Why doesn't football have any of these rare stats like that? Like, football's a unique. It, you know, if I told you what's the touchdown record, well, you'll tell me Drew Brees has it now because we just saw it like yep. a year ago. Yep. But if I asked you the number, you'd have no idea. No idea. It'd be like 500 and something touchdowns, I think. Probably. Yards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Numbers. Uh, is Emmett, Emmett still the leader in rushing yards, I think? Yep. But I don't know how many. I caught, what's the how, number? How close is Frank Gore to getting to that? <laughs> well, he's, well, I think he's fourth all time. Is he really? Well, there you go. I think, I think he's fourth. I'm uh, sure. Well, I have to look it up now. Uh, so isn't it funny that the sport that we really love of football, like we really love, it's not like we don't love the others, but I'm just saying it's like the sport now, and it doesn't come with any kind of uh, records or numbers that stand out on a career base. Yeah. You know, uh, even single season. I mean, we, we know, look at, you well, know, you under, know undefeated. It, I mean, the Miami Dolphins, that okay, one's big. That's good. Yeah. That's good. You know, it used to be, at least growing up as a kid and even, I would say, even maybe 10 to 15 years ago, that 1,000 yards was something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 1,000 yards now? 60 yards a game, man. You laugh at 1,000 yards now. I mean, no, it's still good because it means you made it through the season, sure. right? I think it's more of almost like a durability record. There's yeah. a good chance you made it through the season. Now, that being said, it's not like everybody's knocking on the door at 2,000 yards. Yeah. I mean, it's still – but but 1,000 yards now doesn't seem what it used to seem. 
So to answer the question about Frank Gore, so Emmett Smith is indeed the leading rusher of all time, 18,355 yards. Second place, Walter Payton, 16,726. So Emmett Smith's got a pretty clear, you know, first yeah, place yeah. victory there. Frank Gore coming in third, though. Oh, he's third now. 15,347. Wait, so what's the difference between 16 what for sweetness? Sweetness is 16,726. Uh, Frank Gore, 15,347. So 1,400 yards. 1,400 yards. I mean, at this pace, Gore's going to have to play another three years, but maybe he would. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I mean, he can. That's a 1,400-yard season, but let's be honest, Gore's not running for 1,400 yards. No, I mean, but if he plays five more seasons, like he probably can because <laughs> the guy's, I don't know, made of something. He's he le- probably can. He legitimately could play three seasons to get past Walter sure. Payton, which almost would be a crime, yeah, uh, because Frank Gore shouldn't be ahead of Walter Payton. But, but let me ask you this: first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer for Frank Gore is going to be first ballot, yeah. A- he's going to be because who plays that long at that position? I know that should be celebrated. But yeah. go ahead, read me the top. Go read me the top ten backs. Okay. Do you want to make it a game? You want to guess them quick or not? Ugh, um, not really. Okay. Uh, so Frank Gore is a third. Barry Sanders fourth. Adrian Peterson fifth. Curtis Martin, sixth. LaDainian Tomlinson, number seven. Number eight, Jerome Bettis. Number nine, Eric Dickerson. Uh, number 10, Tony Dorsett. He is no doubt Frank Gore. Yeah. No doubt. You tell me if I'm wrong. The 10th out of those 10 guys in terms of best backs. If you just took those 10 guys. Well, listen, man. I mean, we go on to 11, Jim Brown. He's not better than Jim Brown, I don't think. No, right? I know. But so, I mean, I, I'd probably stop at number 13, Edgar and James. You from the Edgar and James category? Or do you think Edgar and James is better? Yeah, he's flash. Ma- Marshall uh, Falk was number 12. Yeah, see, I, yeah, I'd put him down there. Yeah, yeah. but Edgar I mean, and, yeah, it's crazy, though, isn't man. Isn't that wild? But that's why longevity at that position, that should be celebrated. Well, you and, know, then, and, it, and it will be. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, but Fred, he's not those kind of guys year in, year out. Yeah, Fred Taylor, number 17. Like, wh- well, wh- Fred should does, earn more respect for where he's at. Well, where does Frank Gore compare to Fred Taylor? That's a good question. Yeah. I would say Fred's better. Yeah, but I mean, we're talking Frank Gore, first ballot Hall of Famer. It's, the cra- really it's, it's crazy question. longevity, man. Yeah. I, I mean, ask that question. And I'm not hating on it. Like, dude, no, you've no, played for that I'm, long. I'm trying like, to give him his respect. I mean, because yeah. it's unbelievable what he's been able to do. Yeah. He's a really good back. Yeah. Just like when you name great backs, you don't come up with Frank Gore. Yeah. You just don't. You yeah. never have. Yeah. But his longevity is unbelievable. 59 in golf is the equivalent of perfect game in baseball. I did it. Uh, uh, I found uh, the answer. And listen, uh, well, one more fun fact about Frank Gore, not even in the top 20 in rushing touchdowns. Yeah, interesting. That's why fantasy folks don't love them then. There you go. We got an hour to go here in the week. We come back, we talk more football, NBA playoffs as well. On the way on ESPN 690. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.